Street Fighters. Thanks for being here. Glad you're tuning in. Number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We are here to spread this mess across the U.S. We are fired up, angry, and ready to fight back against this fucked up world and the fucked up people that run it. And we're starting with a very small radio program out of Columbus, Ohio, that will eventually spread until all the hierarchies on this flat earth are completely smashed. That's the goal. Please join with us if you're working. People, uh, we have a cause to join up together and take arms against the folks that have taken everything from us. Gee. Sorry, too much? Arms, the arms part. Oh, can't say like arms? we got to shoot them. We're no, just I meant about like, beating them up. I meant like biceps. Yeah, we're just beat them up. I'm not trying to kill nobody. So... Uh, thanks for being here. We do the show two times a week. We have bonus content on our Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash Radio. You get access to bonus shows. You get access to bonus videos. You can read copies of our digital zine. And you can even get coupons for the Street Fight store. So if you're looking for more Street Fight content, go ahead over to Patreon. If you're looking to get on our level, check out CBD and Kratom. We do offer it for sale over at store.streetfireradio.com. We got all four colors of Kratom and all the different ways you could possibly take CBD. We've even got like dog and pet food on the way. So it's happening over there. We're doing our best uh, to grow this thing to a large enough platform where eventually we can, you know, uh, raise an army, raise an army of people that don't have weapons. Yeah. Yeah, no weapons, just arms. Just arms. The right to bear arms. Is that T-shirt? They're very the, army people. Is yeah. what why we call them that. Well, we do love big arms. We're yeah. huge fans of big buff steroid guys, right? True. That's like one of the top five things that me and Brett are into. I'm known for that. <laughs> we like a, we like a guy that juices and looks like leather. <laughs> yeah, that's the ideal male form, right? Yeah. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Got a crazy week this week with the news stories. I'm telling you. Is it? We got some stuff we held back from last week because we tried a new project. We are allowed to plug projects on this one. Not it's not the call-in show, so we're allowed to. So on the Patreon for the five dollar level, we do a live video stream of the basement show. But we kind of felt like the people that are signed up for it, you know, we don't start a lot of times until eleven o'clock or midnight, and they're not really getting anything out of this they can watch the archive or whatever so what we've started to do is we'll watch undercover boss and we will talk over it yeah and then send you the link uh usually the next day or the day after yeah and you can watch it we can't put it on youtube we can't put it on daily Mo- we can't put it anywhere because it's streaming a, a whole fucking show but we can send you a link to a file that is us shitting all over undercover business tyrants. Yeah, that fucking show, man, it's crazy. So, so yeah, we we started. We did another. We did one before tonight. So, uh, the Dollar General is on the way, right? No, Family Dollar. But I like that you keep getting it wrong because that's the thing that pisses them off the most. Probably, you're like, we need brand cohesion. Yeah, we need to be the number one thought when they say dollar. I want to now. It makes me want to open a store that's just. A word and dollar just to annoy them. Just to muddy up the market. The dollar family. Yeah. We sell everything for a dollar. By the way, dollar family dollar, if you don't know the history of family dollar, they started out as a company that sold everything, nothing more than two dollars. Which is like that that's not a dollar store. 
But I guess they well, got to let you know, like this well, ain't no dollar store. This is a two dollar store. Well, two dollars back then too was like eighty seven dollars. Right, now. right. Yeah. It was a department store. It was like a mortgage. If you had yeah. two dollars, you go in there and you were like, okay, can I get a loan for seventy five cents? I only got a dollar twenty five right now. <laughs> I had these five quarters I've been saving for six weeks. Right. <laughs> I didn't buy any comic books. Yeah, I never. I I I, I could never figure any of that stuff up. What? Like the uh, inflation. The inflation. I just. Yeah. Oh, I bought a shiny nickel. <laughs> you know. No, you run around with a quarter in your hand and leave with a with a ham sandwich and a pop. But I do get that. Like when I was a kid, you could get tear jerkers, the uh, the things for five cents. And now they're twenty five cents. Yeah, so cowtails yeah. are gone. Cowtails were like a fucking nickel. I feel like when I was a kid. Well, like there was there were a quarter maybe twenty ounce drink, like a twenty ounce yes. pop. Right, is two dollars now. Like, yeah, that's I, unreal. You can't get it anywhere for less than like I give me like a dollar sixty nine or something like that. But yeah, that's crazy to me. It is because when it creeped over a dollar, it was a big deal for me. Yeah. And the candy used to be three for a dollar. Remember that mm-hmm. they used yeah. to do candy, like the real size candy, not like this shaved down size candy that you get now. Candy's a dollar. Now you can't get candy for less than a dollar. You yeah. can get all kinds of candy for a dollar. You can get a whole bag of gummy bears or a Reese cup for a dollar. Sure. There's still can There's still dollar candy available. So the first thing I want to talk about this week is, is something we got this story. So last week when we did the undercover boss thing, we had a show in the can. So we just kind of didn't do a basement show last week, sort of. And I had gotten this story sent to me by a bunch of people. And I really wanted to cover it because it ties into another story that we're doing. Right. Um, and this is about an Ohio giant Eagle employee. And this is from the Columbus Dispatch. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, I didn't hear this on anybody else's pod, anybody else's shit. And this is from September 7th. So this is way earlier in the month. I just wanted to kind of explain why we're getting to it so late. A grocery store employee with a taste for ham and salami is facing felony theft charges after she was accused of stealing. Okay, so she stole ham and salami, Brett. Sure. And what, how much do you think she stole? How much do you think, how much money would you guess? That she stole. Well, in ham and salami, I can only imagine getting a few hundred dollars worth of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would mean, love that's a few a hundred lot. dollars of ham and that's salami. That's a lot of fucking ham and salami. She was accused of stealing $9,200 worth of deli meat from Giant Eagle. That's like Lawrence a pallet. Township. That's like a pallet. The eight-year employee admitted the theft Friday, according to Tuscarawas County Sheriff's Deputy Brian Hale. Get a lawyer. The Giant Eagle loss prevention manager received a tip that the employee had been nibbling on the meat at the deli eating. Listen to this. Now, I want to tell you what they were eating. And this is what's the outrage to me. Eating about three to five slices of ham nearly every day over a space of eight years. And uh, so they tallied it up. Yeah. So they tallied up. They went and weighed a piece of ham. And then calculated that she ate it that many every single day. Yeah. The loss prevention manager calculated that the ham she had been eaten was worth $9,200 because of the high dollar amount. The woman was charged with felony theft. She was very cooperative. The deputy said. You're going to ruin her life. They're ruining her life. Because she's cutting ham. Someone's she gets someone says, I want a three quarters of a pound. And she puts 0.9 out there and she takes a piece off. What's she supposed to do with that piece? I mean, they, they don't get, ever throw it back in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it fucking goes in the trash. Yeah. I mean, plus you're, if you're the person cutting the ham, you deserve some of the ham. I mean, look, what, how bad is it? First of all, a business 
cla- they didn't lose nine thousand two hundred dollars. No, this ham was not. I mean, so you mean to tell me if I went and bought five slices of ham every day for eight years, it would equal up to ten thousand dollars? About must have been the, the real good ham, the boar's head or something. The boar's head, the gabagool. You know, right. a little bit of that gabagool, some of that hot, that hot gabagool is what I like. Ah, hey, but th- there. What is that? In the in the end, what does that hurt their business? It doesn't. It doesn't. And it and it's fair. It it's, is. It's very. It's it's like well, you're cutting the ham. Like most businesses would say that you should taste the ham. Like you can't be selling stuff you ain't tasting. True. That's true. You know what I mean? I'm not know. trying to like make up a fake. No, that's real, thing. man. What if it was? Like, what if it had some mold in it or something? Yeah, taste the gun. I'll, look, you want to buy this like, ham? Ooh, I'll even eat the ham. I'll show you sour ham. They don't care if you hand five customers a free piece of they ham don't. every that's day. That's true. They You're allowed to hand fucking... out a million pieces of ham. Yeah, they do it all the fucking time. Every time I go to get something, they're like, you want a piece first? It's and like, fuck. I mean, they are like, they're getting that thing for like a fucking nickel and selling it for $500. Yeah. Yeah. No, that ham is not worth fucking shit. You <laughs> no, know? It's like $5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, why are they doing, like, how can you make an... An eight-year employee, a a person that's been at the company for eight years, you had arrested and taken in and charged with a fucking felony. Every single day they come to your fucking grocery store, deal with the disgusting folks that come in there, and enjoy a fucking slice of ham every now and then. What's the big fucking deal? How is that theft? Yeah, no, I don't think it's wrong. I kind of, I really feel like... What she, she didn't do, like, she didn't do anything wrong. She doesn't, she needs our defense in that, like, somebody should be standing up for somebody like this. I don't think that what she did was fucking indefensible, you know? I think that what she did is fine. I'm standing back here talking to these fucking maniac people that are coming up to my fucking counter and screaming yeah. at me all day and being annoying and having me run back and forth all day they make me cut up a whole fucking ham then tell me it's too thin then tell me it's not you know yeah five pieces how fucking petty can you be to be worried about five pieces of ham a day how like, fucking much of a piece of shit are you that you're worried about f- an employee eating on the like eating food on the clock they aren't even saying that it was like, they're not saying like, oh, this was a safety hazard. Oh, she could have contaminated something. They're saying loss prevention attacked her. Yeah, loss yeah. prevention came out. No, her. they did the numbers. The fucking lowest, lowest. But the only people lower than customers are loss prevention. Customers are the lowest people. <laughs> well, bosses. Yeah. Then customers. Then loss prevention. <laughs> But I, I, I'm outraged by this. Like I'm really yeah, this is like they're gonna stupid. ruin this woman's life. She's gotta they get are. a lawyer, yeah, because she's being charged with felony theft. Yeah, and guess what? Uh, guess what? Other businesses don't want to hire you if you have. Yeah, and they fired her too. I mean, look, if you fire somebody for stealing, you did it. You won. You got them. You fucking fired them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, th- that's it. You don't get to send them to jail for it. You don't press charges for it. Yeah. After this, that, this isn't a, this was not a plot. This was not a plot to get all the ham that they could from <laughs> giant Eagle. This was not like a theft. No, it wasn't. You're right. This too. is like, 
I'm fucking hungry as fuck. I don't get enough breaks. I don't have enough to eat. I'm just going to have a fucking slice of ham. Yeah, I've been wearing my ass off with this ham all day. I want to eat a slice of fucking ham. Any of these assholes walk up and ask for a piece, I can give it to them. Like what? I want to get into the mind of the... I, and I can't possibly because he's man, a just human some, piece of shit. But. Yeah, just someone that is like probably trying to get ahead in their job, you know, and willing to do anything. Just completely fucking cruel. Dead on the inside, sounds like. Dead on the inside. That's true. It just... Like, it, to get somebody set... To set someone up for that, man, I don't I How could you sleep at night? To even pay attention to something that petty, something that small, that's not real theft. I just don't see that as real theft. I... I, I I wouldn't have, yeah. If it was fucking a pound of ham a day, it wouldn't. You should be allowed to take a pound of home, ham home every day from your yeah. job. I mean, it's pennies. It's if you're literally cutting nothing. a fucking ham, you should be allowed to take some of the fucking ham. I know. They're paying, I mean, yeah. So it's an $8,000 bump over four years, right? Or how eight, many, eight years. Eight years, $8,000? Yeah, they basically said. So $1,000 a fucking year. $9,200 for eight years. Okay. Okay, so over eight years, five slices of ham every day, but not every day. She, this person doesn't work seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got to know. Like, there's so much more to the story. There's so much behind why they fired her. And that's what I'm curious about. You know, I'm curious about what the real reason that loss prevention was watching her for eight years do something and then all of a sudden decide it was time to fire her. Because how do they Good know point. she's been eating ham every day for eight years? How do they even fucking know that? Yeah. Would they go over the fucking tapes and watch her eat the ham? Like, did they hire somebody to sit and watch her on her eight-hour shifts fucking eat ham? Yeah. Just watch it all day. Oh, what a fucking... It's going to take them eight years to review the tape because they have to watch it at real time. So they're like literally working the same shift as she did. Yeah. I want to drive to that giant eagle and protest outside. Is I do. Here? I would. Yeah. It's in Ohio. I would love to fucking stand outside of it with a big sign and say this store is run by pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this store is run by pieces of shit. Okay. Actually, just stand out there with that sign. And when people walk up to you and ask you why, tell them the story. Hand about out, the we ham. hand out a little um, flyer or something. Like a little oh. pamphlet, right? Yeah, like a let's primer. do a fucking Banksy about it on the uh, on the store. Let's do a fucking Banksy. Put that in the dock. We're going to do a Banksy to the store to get this woman her life back. I can't believe they fought. I mean, I can't believe they they, they pressed charges. I cannot believe they got the police. It's outrageous. Involved. I mean, I can't. Im- I, I mean, it's something to say, like, you know what? Uh, we never told you that you could take ham. I don't know why you thought that. That's just. You crossed, so you crossed, a you crossed a line, you know, or whatever. You're fired, but we're going sending you to motherfucking jail now. Well, you would think they would also say stop eating a ham. Yeah, hey, could you stop eating a ham? Yeah, just bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> you're eating all the ham. Okay, cool it. They didn't even do that. You take that. You know, actually throw that ham in the trash if someone doesn't <laughs> That's want it. True. <laughs> That's you true. need to throw that in the trash. It's not yours. It's the Eat trash. The it belongs to the trash. Eat the, this belongs to the trash. <laughs> Eat the, eat the shavings. Get a handful of ham shavings and just eat them up. You can, you can lick the bag. You're, yeah. you're welcome to any of the bag juice. <laughs> bag juice. That's disgusting. They would never let you lick the bag. That's no, also the trash's bag juice. <laughs> it's like, God, fucking grocery stores are fucking scum. What scum places I know. they all are. It's just they're hiding. They're holding on to all the food in a little place. 
the, and the man, I like the managers. I mean, you just hear them openly berate people. Like I was at in in Virginia, there was this really bad one where I could just hear this guy like in the next knowledge just like, get it together, da da da. This is unacceptable. All this and that. You need to move your ass and do all this. And then he like comes around the corner. He's like, oh, hi, how yeah. are everybody doing today? They're so fucking disingenuous. They're horrible. Yeah. you just want to yell at them like, fuck you. Treat me like you do your employees. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> you know? Why don't you push me around? I'm the customer. Right. Which is I'm more I'm than messing pa- up more powerful shelves. than you. I'm more powerful than you, boss. I'm always right. I'm the customer. So <laughs> So here's a story out of Detroit that came. This is the, this ties to the other story. Uh this is from September 25th. Uh shocking video captured over the weekend. Now this video is not nearly as shocking as you think when I say shocking video, Brett. Shocking video captured over the weekend shows an employee adding a slimy secret ingredient to a pizza served at a Detroit ballpark. Uh-oh. Now May, who posted the video on his Facebook page, says he shot the video Friday as the Detroit Tigers were hosting the Kansas City Royals at Comerica Park. Okay. The video shows his co-worker, 20-year-old, I'm not going to say his name, tell you the truth, who May says was angry at management for yelling at him, spitting on the pizza, then spreading sauce on the dough. Okay. Um, yeah. We should direct that outrage elsewhere, but that's what you get when your service people are treated like shit. Yeah, you, you treat somebody like shit, and you, you never gotta know eat what they're going to do. Yeah, you never know what they're going to fucking do. No, and, and I understand that this is like going to a customer that didn't do anything wrong, but guess what, man? We should be... I mean, please, 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 management, don't treat the workers like shit so that I don't get spit in my pizza. Like, I'm blaming yeah. you, manager. Don't do anything that would make them mad enough to put boogers <laughs> on my hamburger. Yeah, I'm not blaming the spitter. The spitter's the spitter spit. He just did it. Like, he was pissed. And we aren't our best person at all times. That's true. There are times where you're just not the best version of yourself. And if somebody pisses you off, you got to spit in our food, man. You got to spit in somebody's food. Somebody's got to fucking handle this thing. I'm spitting somewhere. I'm, I'm going to sp- do it aggressively. <laughs> I'm going to fucking spit somewhere and you're going to deal with it. In a statement on Facebook. Uh, so May, the guy that took the video was fired for making the video public. So yeah, Dumbo, stop telling on yourself, kids. Well, they didn't need to. He made the video public. That's how they found out the spitting happened. Yeah, that's stupid. Why'd they fire him? Because now they're like, everybody thinks that Comerica Baseball Park gets spit food. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, he didn't do anything wrong. He filmed it. He didn't do the spitting. Right. He should have jumped in the way of that spit, though. Yeah, he should put his hand under there and just caught it. Yeah. No, but dude, we don't go that far. Not here at Comerica Park. (laughs) It's just spit anyway. Who's panicking about I mean, you're going to put spit all over the pizza anyways. No shit. Yes. (laughs) You're going to get your spit all over that fucking thing. It's just spit. Spit is nothing. It's water. Spit is just water. Yeah, sometimes there's colorful floaties in there, too. He probably didn't glop I don't trust a 20-year-old spit. You never... I mean... It's like acid. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to tell you right now. I've probably eaten so much spit, and it doesn't even gross me out to think about it. I don't care. I'm not saying I care. I swallow spit all day in my mouth. I'm just sitting around swallowing spit. Your own. (laughs) Yeah, it's mine. You want to swallow some of mine? Mm. Hide it and put it in something and give it to me and don't tell me about it. And then tell me later and be like, hey, Brian, I spit in that. (laughs) And I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Okay. Especially you. I mean, I don't really, you don't take some of yours. I sleep in the same bed with you sometimes. I do (laughs) floss. I floss. (laughs) I don't care. 
It's again, I've said this a million times on the show. I don't fucking care. And I assume that half the time I'm getting some kind of gross shit in my food, some dirt or something like that. And it's something you have to expect. It's just a part of life. Yeah, that's life. In a statement on Facebook, May said he did it to warn others of what was going on behind closed doors. I'm not going to just sweep it under the rug. Imagine if it was you or your family member who ate that pizza. That's so disgusting. And May fact, said he was doing to expose him? Yeah, he's he's snitching. May was snitching. Oh, I thought it was video. like, dude, let me get this well, on my Snapchat. He might have been doing that. But, he but he's a smart enough guy to know that like, once people are like, hey... Motherfucker, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, they're gonna put you in jail. I was like journalism. That was all journalism. Yeah, that was all independent reporting. (laughs) Yeah, want everybody know that I wasn't doing any spitting. It's like that John Kenyonis. What would you do? Show (laughs) this is all this is. We got a whole. Yeah, you got this all wrong. This is all twisted. Excuse me. I'm I I made the film. I did not do the spitting. Yeah, I'm the filmmaker here. I, he said, that's so disgusting. And the fact that the company wanted me to sweep it under the rug and threaten me is disgusting. Also, he wrote, he fucking may rules. I wish he didn't snitch at the beginning, but now he's like, this company's trying to sweep this under the rug. He's like that, that like one of those movies about like big tobacco where like Al Pacino would be like, they don't want me to tell you what's going on back here. Right. That's what he's pulling. He's pulling one of those. He's good. He's good. That's smart. In a statement, Detroit Sports Service officials said they immediately closed that food stand and disposed of all the product. Lies. That's a lie. No. They're lying. Like, if it's still in a bag, you can, so- <laughs> you can send it over to the other side. They're so lying about throwing all the... They would never throw all they the food They probably away. emptied the mozzarella cheese tin. Maybe. I don't think they did any of it, Brett. I really... I, I would... Scooped off the top. No. I don't think Break the skin on thing. the sauce. I think somebody told that guy, the PR guy knows the smart thing to say is we threw all the stuff away. But I've worked at so many fucking food service places and they don't throw stuff away like that. They just, <laughs> it's just not like they don't do that. They wouldn't, you know, that's how I got screamed at for setting like a salad dressing next to a raw piece of meat because the guy was, he didn't throw it away. He didn't feel strongly enough to throw it away. Yeah. You know, he just felt strongly enough to yell at me. Right. It was announced to, and it was announced Tuesday that Curly, the guy that actually did it. Now, this is what I wanted to bring up. This is where it's not funny. Uh, he was arraigned on felony and misdemeanor food law violations. The felony charge is punishable by up to four years behind bars. His bond was set for 10% of $100,000. He must also be in t- tested for infectious diseases. On October 3rd, probable cause conference and October 10 preliminary examination are scheduled. Court records don't list a defense attorney, so he doesn't have an attorney yet. And at Comerica Park, you know, they just tell you what Comerica Park is. It's the home of the Tigers. So they he the guy that did the spitting is being charged with a felony, and he's being given four. He's they said he can get up to four years in prison. Oh my god! For spitting in somebody's food, because the manager was a fucking asshole. Like and being a, I mean, a twenty year old. He's twenty fucking years yeah. old, Brett. It, and a hundred thousand dollar bail. Yeah, hundred thousand dollar bail is insane. He's sitting in jail then. Like they're just doing, they're. They throw these charges out there and it's it's insane, dude. It's like the the amount of time that they're just willing to casually take from somebody is fucking disgusting. Yeah, they're down I for hope it. this guy got a fucking defense attorney. Yeah. Because 
if he doesn't, then because that's the other thing. It's pay to play, dude. He got busted for a felony. And sure, it'll get knocked down to a misdemeanor probably. And he probably won't do any time in jail. But he's also going to pay a shitload of fucking money to an attorney. Yeah. And again, a $10,000 bail ensures that he's going to be in jail for a long time. Yeah. I mean, well, just that he won't get out. Yeah, that he that he's not gonna yeah, but he's gonna be there until all this is settled. He's yeah. not gonna be able to leave until the whole thing's fucking settled. Right. It's it's, I, like he got fired, dude. Like that's the that, I think that's like the what I'm trying to say is like they got fired. They lost their yeah, jobs. That's, that's their punishment for these sorts of things. Yeah, and this is uh, happening everywhere all the time. It's what I've said about if you hire kids to make food is what you're gonna get from them. You know. Yeah, you pay if you don't pay people anything to do these jobs and expect kids to do it as a favor for, you know, being young or something. This is what you fucking get. And this should be a guy that's tw- this is a 20 year old. He should just they should, we should, he should just be in college. He shouldn't even be fucking out there working, man. He doesn't have to work. Why should he be working? They should let him. We should be just taking care of him until they get out of people until they get out of goddamn college. And then let them do their thing. I don't want fucking people that might spit in my food working at a fucking restaurant, dude. I don't want young, crazy fucking people making my food. Yeah. I just don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I would just rather give them like anything else in the world to do than make my food. Right. You know? Right. No, there was a kid, <laughs> one of the dirtiest and grossest kids I knew worked at the pizza place when he was like 16. And I was just so astonished because he would talk about all the disgusting things he would do with the food. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the way that people, and he would, but he was also like, he was doing it because he was like helping out with the household, you know, like I later found out that he was working and giving his mom his check, you know? Yeah. So they had a place to fucking live. He's probably bringing pizza home every night though. When sure. you worry the pizza place, that's like the job, man. Every night at the end of the shift, you get to bring a pizza home. A lot of times if you work at a pizza shop and that is, yeah, means you eat a lot of pizza, but I already eat a lot of pizza, so it don't matter to me. (laughs) So, I can't believe that, though. I can't believe what's going on. Like, that's just, it's it's crazy. that Like, the amount of time that they're willing to throw people in jail for is just, for for small things, for petty things. The way that they crank up those charges when they put you in there is, is sickening to me. I know, and it's one thing to say, I mean, it's really... The people that are on the outskirts, like the ones that just say that think that we have a good criminal justice system, I mean, red and blue alike, all of them that go with the program, they really just don't have any firm understanding about how much your life changes once you have that felony. Like yeah. you're, you know, you're a second class citizen forever. You, you don't, your life is changed forever. I feel like they don't even know really how time works in a weird way. Like they don't under, they like, they like, severely underestimate time passage of time yeah if that because they'll they'll just say stuff like it's only eight years like this guy gets four years then a lot of people will be like well he's lucky he only got four years and it's like only got four years food you took four years away from this guy even if he got a year right took a year away from him like put him behind it like imagine if somebody put you behind one year of your life. It oh, was I know. It's just like, I just, just your you whole life stopped for an entire year and now you got to come back and start over again. Yeah. We'll get in more of this. In yes. Some future we got some shows. stuff. I have up. some stories. Yeah. We got some stories, tell. but, but that's that, that time thing. Like they, 
I do you remember when Chelsea Manning got thrown in in uh, jail? There were a lot of liberal type people that were like, "Oh, she only got eighty years." It was like only got eighty years. They're like, she might even get out and like get to yeah, live for a little bit. And it's like 80, 80, 80 fucking years for nothing. She didn't do anything. She didn't right. do anything wrong at all. Well, they were thinking it'd only be two decades or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, because they do it all. I've heard people say it's only if it's less than ten years. A lot of times you'll hear somebody say it's only when they say it, and they're like, "Oh, this person only got seven years," and it's like seven years is almost a decade. And it's so much of a person's life. And if you have a kid and you're put away for seven years, like you missed almost, a, you missed, you know, a lot of a childhood. You missed, you, you know, you're, you come out and everything's in fucking shambles. You, you know, no, your wife maybe can't wait for you for seven years, eight years, 10 years. Like it's just, or husband or husband or, or non-binary yeah, partner. But you, you know what I'm saying? Your partner can't wait for you for 10 years. Oh yeah. And, and it's just. We need to stop throwing people in fucking jail all the time. There's an there's a ballot initiative now in Ohio, uh, issue one, that uh, gets rid of um, time for drug charges. Uh, of course, it's forced rehab or something like that. It's, it's it not is. Like, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't like it. But I just saw a. Uh, I just saw an ad against the law. Okay. Right? Why? And it says, don't give Ohio drug dealers a get out of jail free card. Join the coalition to oppose Ohio issue one. And uh, the little meme they share says, if issue one passes, an individual carrying enough fentanyl to kill 10,000 people would serve no time in jail. So that's the fear campaign that's now, the fear is doing. that they're using fentanyl as the thing to scare people. Right. And they're saying like, Oh, you're just going to be able to like carry around all this fucking fent. First of all, fentanyl isn't inherently deadly, you know, fentanyl fent- it's because it's mixed into other stuff and you can't regulate your dosage. Like, I think they have this, there's a lot of people that have this idea in their mind that fentanyl is like this inherently. No, I took it when poisonous I poisonous thing. I got fentanyl when I did my, uh, when they scoped my throat, they gave me fentanyl. Most people take fentanyl when they go to the hot. I mean, fentanyl is one of the Dilaudid and fentanyl are two of the, the more thing, but they have in their mind because you hear that people OD on fentanyl. They don't understand that it's usually because they don't have a gauge for how much it is. Like it isn't yeah. separated. Right. And they're ODing on it because there's too much. Like yeah. if you dose yourself property, then properly, then, fentanyl is fucking just like any other medicine yeah but like uh this thing about like we should throw somebody in prison for having fentanyl is like we shouldn't we shouldn't be like throwing anybody in jail like why is the solution the solution is always fucking throw people in jail we're so still quick to throw people in jail and to hear like for this campaign especially i love it's dark money so it's just a coalition it's like a pack so anybody can donate to it and they don't have to reveal their donors. And I'd, I'd be willing to throw a lot of money down that it's a prison, private prisons and cops and, and shit like that. That right, are throwing right. their money into that. And because uh, it's called safe communities is the is the uh, pack. I and, mean, yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, is, you know, they're offering no fucking solution at all. You find somebody with a suitcase full of fentanyl that's going to sell it to a few thousand is going to be broken down and sold to a few thousand fucking people. It's like, why don't 
you handle that problem. Yeah. Hand you handle that issue. So why don't you fucking break out the fentanyl and dose people, right? Right. Why don't you figure out how to get people the shit that they want and safer, more effective means than from some guy in a motel six. Or just, you know, tell them quit or die or go to jail. Like that's, that's their all we solution got. is their solutions are quit, die, or go to jail. And they say that that's our decision that we're making. You you know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of times when they come up with drugs and uh They'll say, oh, you know, the only way drugs end is with death, jail, or or rehab. And it's like, that's because of you. You make us make that. You make that decision for us. We don't make that decision. Because I don't think that that's the, there are other roads to take here, you know? Right. There are other ways to think about this. I don't want people, like, addicted to heroin. I, like, I don't want people addicted to morphine. I don't want people, like, that want to get off that can't get off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want people to like lose their life or, or whatever you think the risks are to somebody being on opioids. I don't want any of that to happen. Right. I want places where people can go to get help to get off of these things. And I, but I also just don't think it's up to me and I don't think it's up to us as a society. We live in a society. I, <laughs> I don't think it's up to us as people to decide what's right for somebody else's like well-being like if if i don't know i just don't i can't find a huge difference between the ssri that i take and somebody taking a painkiller every day i just don't i don't see a i don't know what the difference is there but i have to take a selexa 40 milligram selexa every single day and if i don't i'll have really bad withdrawals and i've had to do that for six years yeah you know i don't see the difference i don't i i just if i have to take a pill every day it might as well be a pill that i fucking like and that that's the way i <laughs> that's the way i think of it but yeah i just i i don't know what to do but i do know that like in a world that i create you would in a world that i had my way that I could, if I was a dictator, a gentle, I'd be a gentle one. Okay. If, that, yeah. if I was a dictator, you guys would love dictators. It would change the fucking definition of dictator. You'd be like, Brian, I know I didn't like dictators before and authoritarians, but you, you're wonderful. I, now I disagree with you sometimes on shoes in bed, but that's it. The, the other stuff is great. So, but if I had my way, it would be like, you could go and get dosed. Like, individually wrapped doses like you can with fucking Sudafed and just have it. You know, I just have my, I have my fentanyl. I have my opioids. I don't even know what it is. It doesn't have to be fentanyl. It doesn't have to be Oxycontin. I don't know what the delivery system is necessarily has to be, but you just get it. And then if you want to get off of it, we're going to help you do that. Like there's going to be a place for you to go to get off of it. And that's, that's the, that is the most simple I can't think of a simpler solution to that problem. Yeah. Really. I think anything else complicates it. I feel like the way that the, the way that the state does it now, the way that the police do it now. And, and we just saw today that uh, Justin Trudeau and uh, Donald Trump just signed up like basically a pact to extend the war on drugs. So like, yeah. we're not learning any lessons. Their solutions are all still the same. And all it means is that people are going to fucking die and go to pr- and fill prisons. That's what we're doing. We're filling prisons and people are getting killed for no reason. There's no reason for drugs to be illegal. There's no fucking r- none. 
Well, the thing too is, man, if you could get prescribed them, like even if your doctor was a dick and was like, you know, you really shouldn't be doing this all the time. If it was only $6, people would still come to the fucking doctor and listen to any speech that they wanted to give them to get $6 fucking pills, you know? Yeah, they would hear shit. They, I would take all kinds of shit from yeah. a doctor to get my pills. Okay, yeah, know? I know it's bad and I need to figure something else out, but um, next month. You want to, like, open up, like, drug stores that you go into, but the cashier gives you some grief on the way out the door. Right. I like that idea. Right. <laughs> Just a little on the way out the door that they get Best Buy. They got those guys that sit up by the entrance yeah you walk out and they stop you every once in a while they pull you aside and be like hey probably should be taking those things every day probably not good for you yeah liver function and things like that it's not good for your brain but all right see you later buddy right right (laughs) have fun (laughs) i love the idea of getting grief from the cashier a little bit just a little bit all right, I'm going to break up the uh, depressing shit with a uh, funny one, and then we're going to go into Amazon. We got some okay. Amazon news, dude. Okay. Some Bezos shit. So. I do actually, you know what, I have done, with usually with my weed guys, I do normally uh, vent some shit, because they just seem like they're ready to hear it all, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, like when I'm I go sure by weed, I'm it. just like, man, I just had a fucked up week, dude. You know, <laughs> I do that to you. So I hear you, man. I hear you. I do that to you, so it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. Uh, let's do the Amazon stuff first. I'm sorry, I teased y'all with a funny story, but we'll get to that at the end of the show. Uh, Amazon.com fighting back against the image of poor working conditions at its warehouses has been calling workers around the country into all hands meetings in the past week, where they've been given raises. Nice. Of 25 to 55 cents an hour, according to wow. employee. All right, everybody. Everybody, come in. We got a big meeting. Big, big yeah. fucking news. Mark, uh, Le- Mark Levy just handed out an all points bulletin. <laughs> yeah. you. This is straight down from Bezos. You need to come come into the cafeteria. Yeah, everybody. No, uh, don't be afraid. Come on, yeah. don't be shy. Come Get on, in here. This, it's not layoffs. Cram in. It's not layoffs. It's going to be great. This no is papers. Great news. You know, put you, your piss jug down in the corner. Yeah, and- yeah. Leave your pee pee jar. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring those. Yeah, yeah. You, no. you, folks. You're getting a quarter. <laughs> a quarter every hour. Oh, wow. Starts flicking quarters into the crowd. They have like a bucket full of quarters and just starts flicking them into the audience. 50. You should be embarrassed to tell somebody you're giving them 25 cents an hour. You're peeing in a jug all day and you're going to give me two extra dollars a day. (laughs) 50. 50. No, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They gave them all 55 cent raises. Now, I'm sure most of them were 25 cent raises. Sure. This company is getting screamed at daily by Bernie Sanders. And they were like, you know what? You know, it's going to shut him up. Yeah. $20 a week. (laughs) $0.25 to $0.55 is the craziest amount of raise. That is an insult to me. Like, I think the boss... I think that when the boss... Gives you a fifty-five cent raise, you should be allowed to spit at them and not get fired. I mean, that was most of my raises at those at warehouses. That's what I was gunning for. Fifty cents was good. Yeah, a lot of times it was fifty cents for me too. Most of my raises, but they shouldn't would, be. They should. You should but, get a cool saw buck. I got some That's quarter raises though. Yeah, I did get a few thirty-five cent raises, forty cent raises. 
you know, you just do when you do the math on those, <laughs> and you're like, and they're gonna take three a third of that shit too. It's like, what am I, what am I really getting here? <laughs> Full time workers across the country reported raises of twenty five cents in Orlando. 35 cents in Coppell, Texas, 55 cents in Hebron, Kentucky. That brings their pay to between 1150 and 1505 an hour after raises ranging from two to 4%. An employee in Robbinsville, New Jersey said she had been notified of staff meetings scheduled for this week. Is rent still $1,000 a month? It is. It's more. It's actually <laughs> I more did, than I didn't that. know if it's a different world. <laughs> like if, we been... if it was an inflation thing that I wasn't understanding, if money was different, worth different stuff now. Electricity still really expensive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that electricity. Always. Still 100 bucks. More than my raise. It's is more my, than 55 cents an hour. Is my phone bill still $300 a month? <laughs> right. Is that still how much it is? <laughs> Is the like tiniest box of fruity pebbles? Is that still four? Yeah, are they still uh, putting <laughs> domes in the bottom of the peanut butter jars and then charging me more for it? Yeah, <laughs> is that how much that is? One part-time worker in San Bernardino, California, said the forty-cent bump to thirteen fifty an hour is the first raise he has received since he began working at the company four years ago. Oh God, that's a that's a bit. I mean, shit's already gone up in four years. He got ten cents. Per year that he's worked there, <laughs> race just said he got forty cents. He's worked there for four years. That's what they gave him. Pathetic. Oh fuck! For somebody that has held down your fucking institution for four years, that's the thanks you give them. Yeah. Oh, this next paragraph's gonna get you too. Uh, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough at all. The worker said. The HR manager in the room was like, aren't you excited? Come on, clap. We started to slow clap with no emotions on our faces. A 3% raise in four years. It feels like damage control. So they were like, come on. They're like, come on, everyone. Celebrate good times. Come on. Fucking had some like, had had like the boss's secretary behind him with two sparklers in their hand. And we got free. We get, we're going to give everybody free Amazon (laughs) t-shirts. We're going to get you in a a drawing for a (laughs) t-shirt. Amazon has also been showing animated (laughs) videos promoting Amazon's benefit packages at the meetings, according to workers. The staff meetings and hourly raises come as Amazon faces continued scrutiny over the treatment and pay of its workers, particularly in its more than 100 U.S. fulfillment centers with 200,000 employees. Senator Bernie Sanders this month introduced a bill calling on Amazon to pay a living wage to its employees following reports that thousands of Amazon workers rely on federal assistance for food, housing, and health care. The median Amazon worker was paid $28,446 last year, according to company fault. That's pathetic. That is like yeah. with the amount of money that Amazon is, is is changing hands at Amazon. Yeah, that like how much does Jeff Bezos get? How much was his rate? I mean, right. I'm sure we can find some of the money there. A spokesman for a spokeswoman for Amazon said the company evaluates employee pay each year to make sure wages are competitive. Wage increases are standard practice for Amazon. Actually, so if every, everybody else in town doesn't move the wages up, it's like oh, it looks like we don't got to move the wages up. <laughs> yeah, hey, they aren't right going to go across town to get a better wage. Yeah, that's exactly. They're paying it. the same. Yeah. 
Uh, wage increases are standard practice for Amazon, Ashley Robinson said in an email. Sometimes the increase, increases are on a rotational basis or determined by local demand so we can t- continue to attract local talent and retain existing employees. Well, giving them 25 fucking cents isn't going to do the trick there. Oh, I would be throwing a fucking fit. <laughs> this is just one of those moments I remember them doing this shit and I, then just being fired up for days about it. When that HR person said clap, when they were like, aren't y'all excited? Clap. I would have just been like, Boo. I would have booed. <laughs> I would have fucking booed. It sucks. In regards to that. I had, I had a guy. I had a guy when then they would bring us down for the quarterly meetings. They would put out these big like wash basins filled with candy bars. And he, we would all grab them. I'd grab like three and four. And he'd be like, fuck that. I'm not getting paid off by them with fucking candy bars. He's like, yeah. that's kids bullshit. He was always pissed. And this type of thing would not go over well. I don't need no goddamn fucking candy yeah. bar. I'll buy my own candy bars. Give me fucking $2 Give me the money, hour. yeah. Yeah. That's what he was all about. Uh, in an email after the story published, Robinson added, we announce wage increases every September leading into the holiday shopping season. And it's in no way a response to external factors outside of evaluating. Because really, it probably isn't. To tell you the truth, it's probably not a reaction to like Bernie Sanders because no. they don't give a fucking give a shit what he says. Yeah, they don't fucking care. They said it's just their normal September practice. Yeah, and, and what kind of what like what kind of consequences are there anyway? You know, what kind of consequences would be if they were like, no, nah, we ain't gonna fucking give them a raise. Right, people would still show up to work, and yeah. just, they haven't been getting raises already. So yeah, Bernie Sanders ain't gonna fucking stop this from happening. It's just they're they can just do whatever the fuck well, they at least want. he's saying something it is cool that he's saying something it is nice um amazon said full-time workers and its u.s fulfillment centers make an average hourly wage of 15 dollars an hour which includes stock and incentive bonuses but they what about health more what about health that's the, that the point of this is like not 15 dollars an hour isn't like a, a cure-all sure 15 dollars an hour isn't like the only wage that yeah. we want. Nobody's well, saying like everything should make $15 an hour. Working in an Amazon warehouse should pay more than $15 an hour. Well, yeah, especially the conditions that people talk about being worked to, you have to pee in bottles, uh, you know, running around with all that equipment going. I mean, there's a lot of fucking dangers to that. The tech giant has grown rapidly in recent years to become the nation's second largest private employer. And earlier this month was valued at $1 trillion. Its founder, Jeff Bezos, is now the world's wealthiest man with a net worth of $160 billion. Good God. There's so much to take from him. That is so much money that we could take away from if him. If we split that up? Yeah. All of us? If we split that up with the employees and left him with like a couple grand, we'd be set, dude. Right. Those employees would be living large. <laughs> They'd be paying their rent on time. and Sure. Uh, retailers around the company on government assistance retailers around the company are a uh, country are offering higher pay and better benefits to attract seasonal workers in a tight labor market target, which plans to hire 120,000 temporary workers this holiday season is paying $12 an hour and offering a chance at $500 gift cards. It's like, fuck that. That's not a work. chance. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't enter me into a contest. I can buy my own lottery ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you to enter me into a fucking give me just give me five hundred dollars give me a hundred dollars yeah i don't give a shit 
Ulta is giving new hires half price haircuts while Williamson. Oh, that I mean, a half yeah, price. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, no but it's like, give me a free haircut. While William Sonoma is promising employee discounts of 40%. Amazon, which last year hired 120,000 seasonal workers, has yet to announce its holiday plans for this year. In Orlando, an employee said about 150 people were called into a meeting at the beginning of their shift last week. The general message that was that with benefits, this is going to make you furious. The general message was that with benefits, we're paying $15 an hour, even though we're only getting eleven twenty-five. he said. Who, who is this? This is one of the employees we're in the Orlando meeting. So we're uh, now we're, this is not the same that we were talking about San Bernardino. Now we're talking about Orlando. Okay. This he, is still this Amazon though. Yeah. This guy's giving his Amazon. This guy's given his Amazon meeting appearance. And the general message that was that with benefits, we're paying $15 an hour, even though we're only getting eleven twenty-five. And I was like, that, the, so they're adding in money. Yeah. So they're take, by the time the meeting was over, all the employees had gotten a pay increase to eleven fifty an hour. Full-time warehouse workers also receive benefits such as health insurance and restricted stock units. More money is more money, but a lot of us still don't make enough money to not live paycheck to paycheck. Oh yeah. And, and I think I mean, that, that's struggle. I mean, that's not, there's, just you you aren't you can't make roots you know you can't even be sure you're going to have this job and they're not going to offer you any sort of career or like chance to not always be struggling you know i mean in these stock options dude what are you getting what am i going to do with right. the stock options right what am i supposed to do with that right you can hand me you can fucking walk up and hand me a bunch of stock options right now it'd take me four days to figure out what they were probably and the turnover rate is so insane too people aren't work people are making careers out of this you know no. and, and there and, are i'm sure there's four and eight years and all those people but you know uh, the stories I've seen, people are getting injured and just washing out. Just give them the fifteen fucking dollars an hour. Why are they saying you're making fifteen dollars an hour, but only eleven fifty is really all you're making? Like, because that's that's just fucking pathetic. I hate that fucking company. So, uh, so uh, another news story just came out today about Amazon, the scum company. Amazon, the country's second largest. This uh, I want to give credit to the guy Brian Met Menegas. On a Gizmodo or Gizmodo, I like Jizz better. Gizmodo. But you know, um, really talked about this video. It has six se- sections. It's a forty-five minute union busting video for train for training video for the employees. What? Huh? How long is it? Uh, it's 45 minutes. So Damn. I guess we can go through this whole uh, Amazon. The country's second largest employer has so far remained immune to any attempts by U.S. workers to form a union with rumblies of employ rumblings, rumblies, rumblies of employee organization around Whole Foods, which Amazon bought for $13.7 billion last year. The 45-minute union-busting training video produced by the company was sent to team leaders of the grocery chain last week. According to sources with knowledge of the store's activities, recordings of that video obtained by Gizmodo provide valuable insights into the company's thinking and tactics. Each of the video's six sections, which the narrator states are specifically designed to give you the tools that you need for success when it comes to labor organizing. Oh, oh so they're giving you, I mean, they're giving they're you give hints the on how to organize, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to help you. Take place in an animated simulacrum of a fulfillment center. The video's narrators are clad in a reflective vest typical of the real world setting. We are not anti-union. But we are not neutral either, the video states, drawing a distinction oh, that would be likely 
that would likely be largely academic to potential organizers. To expound on what non-neutrality might look like, the video adds in plain language. So we got here's here's a little Let's bit. Let's hear what they the got to say. We do not believe unions are in the best interest of our customers. Oh shit! Well. Oh, come they on. Are. They have the extra fucking money anyways. Yeah. Our shareholders, which we don't care. Like, literally, I have no, not a care in the world for your shareholders. Or most importantly, our associates. That's not true. Our business model is built upon speed, innovation, and customer obsession. Things that are generally not associated with you. Why aren't they? When we lose sight of those critical focus areas, we jeopardize everyone's job security. Yours, mine, and the associates. So, they're lying. Why can't a union work with speed? And like when they when they talk about okay, so a union would slow down the work, right? Yeah, it's because you sped it up to an unsafe speed. Yeah, you know what I mean. You like, have uh, you now control one day of the post office. Yeah, you sped it up so much, and the union would probably require that you hire more people to right. speed it up rather than just pushing the associates harder yeah harder and that's what they're saying to the that's they're saying they're sitting the workers down they think they're so fucking stupid that they can set them down and say this isn't in your best interest because yeah. it'll slow everything down and uh i mean why why does innovation when they talk about innovation we've seen what their innovations are they fucking they're gonna, put, they want to put you in a goddamn cage they're gonna put you in a cage yeah, they're gonna put you in a cage and make you into a robot <laughs> Amazon's anti-union training video comes to light amid an image crisis for the company. Years of reporting on low pay and poor working conditions reached a fever pitch late this summer when Bernie Sanders proposed legislation directly challenging the company's <laughs> reliance on social subsidy programs. I'll bet Amazon's pissed a little bit because Walmart got to do that for years. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're like, God damn, man, Walmart was doing it forever. And now we get to be number one and this is what's going on. What the fuck? Um, well, people were going after Walmart too, weren't they? Always went after and Walmart. McDonald's. Okay, so uh, the video provides some background on a National Labor Relations Lab. Act, the 1935 law that guaranteed workers the right to organize, take collective action, and strike, and the various protect and the various protected activities employees can engage in. But the meat of the video begins in section four entitled Warning Signs. Here are a few of the extensive examples that can indicate associate <coughs> disengagement, vulnerability to organizing or early organizing activity, according to they call it vulnerability to organizing. Right, right, right. Use of words like living wage and steward Ooh. Well, don't be talking about living oh, wage no Do don't mention that, that business get oh, out of here that, that would uh that could hurt jeff bezos's bottom line he wouldn't be able to innovate distribution of petitions and flyers don't talk to each other that's sick yeah let's not discuss ideas the heck you this isn't your workplace this is amazon's workplace <laughs> okay yeah. come on we'll discuss we get we make all the flyers that you could ever need we got flyers all over this place yeah you want to make more if you we want flyers. yeah we'll fucking give you a memo a day if you want us to associates raising concerns on behalf of their co-workers how dare you don't you ever raise a concern on behalf of your coworkers. <laughs> Don't have solidarity. That's disgusting. No way. A worker falls, you step right over them. Yeah. That's another 25 cents for you in four years. Yeah, you might get that promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing union t-shirts, hats, or jackets. That's well, just I mean, hip that's, fashion. Yeah, people are into it. Workers who normally aren't connected to each other suddenly hanging out together. Hey, hey what's this? What's going on? You ain't inviting anybody in from yeah. the boss here. You do seem different. Like, stereotypically, you're different. What's this all about? <laughs> Some sort of odd couple situation going on here? 
<laughs> you can see I that happening. I just happen. can't fit these two pieces together. I mean, you're old and uncool, and you're young and very cool. I don't know that you would ever be hanging out. Sure. You just got to figure out like why an uncool would hang out with a cool, really, right. is part of my thing. Egyptology. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe... Um, workers showing unusual interest in policies, benefits, employee lists, or other oh, company yeah. information. I used to go ask for a copy of the handbook, and they'd be like, well, what do you want it for? I can answer any question you want. What do you handbook for? I can answer the question. That's what they would say. What are you going to do with that handbook? Right. Don't go reading it now. Don't go mincing the words. <laughs> what are you What are you going to sit down and do with that? You're trouble, though. They saw you and was like, this guy's going to go in and yeah. fucking find, like, find some loophole where he can get 75 more sick days this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Increase sure negativity in the workplace. I don't think they know about the negativity that's already there. No, no. <laughs> like, the employees are being pretty polite to them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because when they're away, the type of shit they say would actually get them fired. Any other associate behavior that is out of character. So they're just want you to, they want them to be watching you and being like, man, I seen him hanging out with some people. And I also saw him the other day. He was concerned with one of his coworkers. He was, I saw Brian over there talking to this fucking dude. And he was talking about how he didn't have money for lunch and he gave him lunch. And I'm like, "Mm, that seems like, little bit of activity. Yeah, there. what is this? What's happening over there? We don't pay for each we don't other's get, shit. You don't get paid enough to bring an extra sandwich. Where do you get those extra three to five slices of ham every day? <laughs> <laughs> the training video then asked managers to listen to 10 hypothetical employees and select whether their remarks constitute a warning sign or an innocent interaction. Sure. Workers loitering in the break room after their shift, asking for a list of the site's roster, or complaining about the absence of a living wage fall into the warning sign count. Okay, okay. So don't hang out in the break room, ever. Yeah, don't mention that... Um, this is not, not your break room. No, you're not our working break room. right now. This is Amazon's. Yeah. This is not your free time either. Yeah, even if you're off, you're still in the building, you're in our break room. We'd like you to exit our break room. You're under us. our jurisdiction. Wouldn't they rather you be in a break room than like meeting at a bar or something like that? I don't know. Like, what? Why is the break room a better place? Because then you can just start being like, "I don't have any money." They're like, "I don't have any money." Man, fuck this place. Yeah, Everybody fuck this place. I don't like this. Yeah, I fucking hate how I don't get any money, even though I work <laughs> here all the time. <laughs> I hate how my back hurts all the time, and I make eleven dollars an hour. It yeah. sucks. I hate it. In following sections, Amazon teaches managers that we're talking to subordinates about unions that we're talking about to subordinates about where unions concern. Almost anything you say is lawful. Oh, so they're telling the managers like pretty much you can just say anything you want. I'm gonna let you know right now, manager. Yeah, you can threaten to fight a guy. Yeah, just <laughs> get rid of it now. Yeah, do you do whatever the fuck? We'll you back you do. up. We'll back you up. Even providing some exam- examples of what statements are completely kosher, even if they're clearly meant to inspire fear of organization. Here's another direct. This is a direct quote. You would never threaten to close your building just because associates joined a union. But you might need to talk about how having a union could hurt innovation, which could hurt customer obsession, which could ultimately threaten the building's continued existence. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> heavy, guys. That's a crazy thing. Like, just because I need more money in order to live, just because I am not getting a living wage. 
Yeah. This is where this is where we come to. Now the whole factory is going to shut down. Don't say living wage. Please don't yeah. say living wage. Sorry. Here. Say wage. Sorry. Please just say wage. You're not supposed to be able to live Fuck. on this thing. We have a high amount of customer obsession right now. That customer obsession happens because you are obsessed with getting those boxes out or else you'll lose your fucking job and be out on the street. <laughs> and this building might not continue to <laughs> exist This building anymore. is not going to be here to give you the money to come back and try to work more overtime every single week. You would never tell somebody that you're going to close the goddamn place down, but maybe the building would disappear if customer Shut obsession... Shut it down! <laughs> Do you think one customer would care if the Amazon unionized? Like, there would be one... Would there be even one customer that would care? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know uh, what possibly could would change, you know? Like, anybody but, like, Newt Gingrich. Like, that, it would drive him fucking crazy. Sure, obviously. I mean, it would make the Scott news. Walker. People would be... It would be a big deal. Yeah, it would be cool. It would be fucking great. But none of the customers would be mad about it. No, I don't think they would give a shit. What I'm trying to say is I don't think it would hurt customer obsession, Brett. No, no. (laughs) It seems to be at an all-time high. While warning managers that activities like threatening employees cross a line, giving personal opinions that accomplish nearly the same are within their rights. Opinions can be mild, like, I'd rather work with associates directly, or strong, like unions are lying, cheating rats. The law protects protects both. Oh, really? Oh, cool. You can go, someone be not naughty, one of you be nice, you know? <laughs> Good guy, bad guy. Yeah. This thing. Have I'll two managers. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the union rat. This one. filthy cockroach unions <laughs> come in here and fuck with our customer obsession. <laughs> They're gonna dark customer obsession down <laughs> almost fucking nothing. This building's <laughs> gone. You wanna lose this fucking job? Yeah. You're done, motherfucker. You piece of shit. <laughs> Just getting too aggressive. Yeah. You fucking filthy fucking union like a virus, man. Just eats you from the inside out and sends you to the grave. (laughs) Throughout managers. That is protected speak. That's true. Some unions have sent people to the grave. (laughs) Throughout, managers are encouraged to express opinions against unions to their workers. And any sign of potential organization are supposed to be escalated to human resources and general managers immediately. Yeah. Champions of the union there. The truth is that Whole Foods is afraid to organize labor and their training speak to that fear. A current Whole Foods organizer told Gizmodo. Sure, sure. I think the parts in particular where it teaches team leaders how to subtly manipulate conversations with their team members is just really gross. It's representative of the, whole, the worst parts of Whole Foods culture. Um, so uh, they Amazon uh, at 2.30 p.m. today, Amazon sent them a... Uh, sent them a response to this article that it was really out there. Like a lot of people were uh, talking about this and I want to read the, the statement that they sent them. We're perplexed as to why Gizmodo takes issue with a company wanting to better engage its employees, train hundreds of managers to maintain an open and direct dialogue with associates and create channels to drive innovation on behalf of the customer in a caring and inclusive environment. That's none of your business. Yeah, and then it says the reporter clearly cherry-picked sound bites from the video to meet his editorial objective and do not align with our view on how to create career opportunities for employees. Well, then set up a union for him. Then set up a fucking union. If you're so not opposed to unions, then set up a fucking union for him. And if you're saying he cherry-picked... Then why were don't give them the shit right to cherry pick right. like don't say you can call a union a dirty stinking rat yeah, yeah. in your video if you don't want people to use to know that. that yeah yeah 
In the U.S., the average hourly wage for a full-time associate in our fulfillment centers, including cash, stock, and incentive bonuses, is over $15 an hour uh, before overtime. So they're weaseling. It's all weasel words. They don't look good from this statement. There's nothing... Like, uh, there's nothing state like that makes them look good here. Yeah. It still looks bad. That's in addition to our full benefits package that includes health, vision, and dental insurance, retirement, generous parental leave, and skills training for in-demand jobs throughout our career choice program, which has over 16,000 participants, probably a number that they made up. We encourage anyone to come see these for themselves by taking a tour at one of our fulfillment centers. Oh, you can get a tour. We should take a tour yeah. and wear union shirts to the door. Yeah, yeah. The site can't be reached, by the way. So you can't get a you can't sign up for a tour today because the website's down. Oh. We should get a tour and definitely wear union shirts on the tour. See how long we last. I promised a funny story. Although I think the whole show has been funny. I'm gonna give you this funny story. Okay. Well, some of it was very serious. I will admit that, like, we got a little serious there. We still got a few minutes left to go. Let's get this goofy story out of the way so we can have a little. I mean, it's not a laugh, but it's it's something. Actually, we got two things we could probably do here real quick. We got about ten minutes left. Let's knock this out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this video today, but it's just a photo of four Michigan teens standing at attention for the national anthem is going viral. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Mike Ullery Jr. was walking to a high school football game in Midland, Michigan on Friday when the pregame rendition of the Star Spangled Banner became to play. Okay. He noticed four Bullet Creek High School students who were also heading to the game stop in their tracks, remove their hats, and place their hands over their hearts and salute so the anthem geeks. and flag. I'll I remember geeks like that. <laughs> Nerds. Like, this is as nerdy as it gets. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Everything. Uh, look, she just said patriotic teens. Got some patriotic teens. Finally, we found some good teens. They know what to do when they hear the anthem. The anthem sucks, man. The it anthem don't even bang. No. <laughs> this is that what Vince Staples said. It doesn't get me excited. But, uh,. The, 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 I was impressed by these Bullet Creek boys. Running late to the game, they heard the national anthem and stopped, took off their hats, and placed their hands over their hearts. CBS News reported several Bullet Creek parents commented on the Facebook post and helped identify them. I was just proud of them, so I snapped a picture and hoped it would get back to them. Um, there's also, in the other story I read, which was funnier, was they were talking about how a bunch of people sped up and tried to run into the football game so they could get there on time, but these kids stopped like dorks and took their hats off. Oh, really? Other people yeah. were like, oh shit, it's about to start. Yeah, they were yeah. Like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm Here's proud some- to be an American. <laughs> so stupid here's another nerdy teen actually this isn't teens fault i'm not going to blame this on teens this this la- this what thing what are these corny ass kids doing they're called nerds dude they're called what they're what they're called nerdlingers ah, ah you, that's the type that's the species this is from the takeout it's admirable that some Asheville, North Carolina teens want to stay on the straight and narrow, choosing not to poison their already confused True. adolescent brains with alcohol. Good on them. They're concerned, though, that retail stores aren't cracking down as hard as they could on underage kids trying to buy alcohol. So this past weekend, WLOS 13 reports some teens together with the Partnership for Substance-Free Youth in Buncombe County visited several local stores where they placed red warning stickers on alcoholic beverages like Mike's Hard Lemonade and Red's Apple that might not immediately resemble alcohol. 
No. Now, these are teens went in and they put these stickers. Well, now, this is adult beverages. This isn't good for you. I don't like it. This, this You need are... an identification to buy this at Green Apple Beverage. You're not allowed to have Mike's Hard Lemonade. They don't make it for us. They're for grown-ups. We get regular lemonade, not hard lemonade. What the fuck? Can I just say, why is it so wrong to make hard lemonade? What do you mean? Like people, they do say like, oh, they're marketing this towards kids. And it's like, motherfucker, I like lemonade. I think lemonade tastes good. No, lemonade's a good choice. (laughs) I think, I think all these things taste good. It's fine. Um, This wasn't a rogue band of straight edge. Who's going to sell it? Like some pimply faced kid comes in. Why would you sell it to him? They don't. That's not Oh, is that that hard lemonade? I had no idea. (laughs) Dang it. Dang it, I accidentally sailed another kid a dang hard oh, lemonade. Shoot. God, egg is on my face. They, I thought they just loved those seltzer waters. I didn't know it was the hard seltzer water. No, <laughs> I thought it was like LaCroix. I messed up. I messed up. This is an honest mistake for me. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to do that. As a business owner who I know they send undercover agents to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, this is from the takeout. And it's by somebody named Kate Bernat. And uh, this is my this is the part about it that you'll like. This wasn't a rogue band of straight edge kids. The event was sanctioned by the county sheriff's office, which stated that Project Alcapop sticker shock is intended to remind adults to check IDs, not sell alcohol to minors and not purchase alcohol for minors and provide a way for youth to remind adults that they are the key to helping prevent underage drinking. The stickers appear to be the same as those used by various other organizations and underage drinking awareness campaigns photos posted by partnerships for substance free use show the teens placing stickers on alcopop items like natty rush a fruit flavored alcoholic oh, beverage whose natty cans rush. energy drinks or so you gotta get a natty, natty rush, rush. <sighs> i'm a natty fucking rush the term alcopop generally refers to a category the booze industry calls flavored malt beverages. Hard root beer, wine coolers, hard yeah, iced tea. Hard, hard Mountain Dew, dude. They're not making that shit for fucking kids, dude. No. They're making it for people because people like Mountain Dew. Yeah, I like to drink Mountain Dew. It gets it's me not wasted. Speci- they, they always claim it's specifically for kids. Like, I can always get with the argument that Joe Camel might have uh, appealed to kids. I mean, he sure. was cool as shit, and I thought he was cool when I was I a loved kid. Him. So, Joe Camel may have may have been i don't know i also wanted to be a cowboy though and the marlboro man was pretty fucking cool that's true all of them were cool kings yeah kings they were actually kings (laughs) i like the the race car drivers that that uh smoked winston's they were all good for me i mean i like the good looking people who smoke newports together on the side of a hill (laughs) they were always skiing the newport people were always like in like neon jackets and fucking skiing yeah i like them all just like Smoking a bogey on the side of the road, on yeah. the side of the hill. <laughs> They're considered separate from beer because they derive a substantial portion of their alcohol content from additives and because of their low price and fruity flavors. Public health it officials. Easier to, it is easier for kids to get into that, though. I mean, that was some of my first booze that they, I bought. For me, too, but they're not. It's better than tasting than beer. But you could. I don't think they're making them specifically with children. I know they're scuzzy, but I just think that it's just... They're not making them for kids. I mean, no, yeah. they're making them for people that want 
something that doesn't taste like fermented wheat. Yeah. And beer already has a Surgeon General's warrant. These all drinks all have the stuff on them. They're in the alcohol section. They don't like they don't I, I, put I, Mike's Heart Maddie I, Rush next to a Red Bull. They never do that. Okay, they had Mike's Heart Lemonade around when I was a kid and every place we went somebody would go and put it up there and try to buy it and see if they would do it. And nobody ever fucking sold it to me. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, they talk these kids into fucking going around and slapping things on. Like, I don't know how they get. I mean, I would have probably done it as a kid. No, like, you wouldn't have. No, like if, somebody, if they were going to pay Alka-Pop, you. Alka-Pop sticker shock. What was it called? Campaign Alka-Pop sticker shock? Yeah, calling it Alka-Pop is silly. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, if they would have told they you just, they'd give you $25 what to you do that, do? you would have totally done it. And Should then spent the money on Alka-Pop. Take these kids. Sit them down, let them all drink one fucking beer so that they know what it's like to have one beer and make sure they don't drink any more so that they get a feeling for it. That's a much better use of this time. You mean teach kids how to drink responsibly? Yeah. Never. Never. We can never do that. That's kind of shit to get you thrown in jail. Sure. Parents who host I'm not lose gonna, most. That's true. Yeah, I know that you mentioned it. That's true. <laughs> now you mentioned it, I've been hearing about parents losing a lot. All right, we did it, man. We did it. Oh, wait. Let's do... Let's... We got a recurring thing here. We and do? we need to hit this recurring thing. We got... We got five minutes left that I'm going to do. And uh, we got to hit a couple shoplifting tips, right? Okay. From the from the master shoplifting list that we have. We have a master shoplifting guide. We've been... We, a couple weeks ago, looked at a few places. Oh, yeah. And I think we'll, we'll hit a few places now. Sound good? Um... Yeah, I need to know some tips. How about, oh man, did we get on King Supers? I don't know what that is. Do not know what King Supers is. But uh, if you live near a King Supers, they have extremely good loss prevention, who especially heavily monitor the alcohol. Ooh, I love, they spell it really stupidly. It's S-O-O-P-E-R. Okay, so it's a supermarket. Yeah. Uh, Cameras are always actively (sighs) monitored. KSLP will go to, their loss prevention will go to extreme lengths to apprehend lifters. Police are always called after concealment or in the event of assault of a staff member. Wow. Don't steal from King Supers. It's Rocky Mountain Kroger's. Okay, so don't steal from there. Kroger, I mean, we read this last time. Kroger had a really good shop uh, loss prevention too. Joanne Fabrics. Joanne Fabrics got to be easy as fuck to steal from there. Very easy store. Many displays near the store entrance make it easy to conceal and leave quickly. There's no loss prevention, but yeah. if they see you concealed, they will customer service you to death. Police might be called. Managers can try to call you back into the store, but won't chase further than the sidewalk. Signs yeah. stating shoplifters will be prosecuted are deterrents that make up for a lack of loss prevention or security monitoring. Right. Cameras around these signs are fake, and all Joanne's cameras have a blind spot within five feet of the camera i can just imagine the amount of kleptos that i know that carry around big purses yeah that's like the best place to go for that and i just don't see them caring some that stuff is so cheap too i mean it, people aren't getting away with much i think i'll say the interesting like line in this one that i haven't really ever thought about uh customer service they will customer service you to death yeah so yeah. they'll scare you by coming up and doing the can i help yeah. you can i help you and you're like oh they hey, totally know still I looking yeah yeah Ah, that's smart. Um, we got uh That's a good way to deter people from stealing. It is. It is. Uh, let's do one more. I think we'll do. 
Let's see. Finish line footlocker. How's that sound? No way. How would you get? You have to just bolt and you're in the middle of the fucking mall. Both don't monitor cameras except ones in the back to prevent staff stealing. Oh, so, shit. They're more worried about, they're worried about the, the guys throwing the shoes out the back door. Yeah. Staff won't chase, but they will ban, prosecute, and try to get a license plate number or picture of the suspect. <laughs> Loss prevention is regional and usually called in after the theft. So, uh, I mean, if you can get the stuff, it looks like if you can get this stuff, you can take off running, but you need to be like really careful. I think it seems to me like you yeah. run out and you fucking just run and you don't get into a goddamn yeah. car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't let them get a picture. You don't get into a car. Right. But I mean, I wouldn't want to run from people. I mean, if somebody works at finish line or Foot Locker, the people in those places, maybe it's because they wear referee shirts, always look fit to me. <laughs> so I'd kind of be afraid to try to run from you think them. They, would try to they catch, might be able to run. They have on fast. the latest and greatest sports shoes, so <laughs> they'd be able to catch you. Yeah, and you also have to think about mall loss prevention. That's something yeah, that people. No, somebody they could holler to some dumbass that Barney Fife that wants to be a hero. Yep. So we'll do more of these next Some week. Seth Rogen. Yeah. So we'll do more of these next week. Great movie. Observe and report. Yeah. So we'll do more of these next week. And we'll, you know, if you have a shoplifting tip that you would like to send to yeah. us, you know, you can always DM me uh, or Brett, the street fight, the uh, street fight, Twitter, uh, the Facebook group, anybody, if you know of a place and you know what their policies are and stuff, I mean, we're trying to let people know what's what you can get away with and where. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the show. This is Street Fight Radio. Do this every single week, two times a week on the main feed. Get it on Apple, Google Play, uh, TuneCast, or whatever the podcast things you have on your Android phones are. SoundCloud. You can find us on all the social media, at Street Fight WCRS, on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Twitch. And wait, are we Street Fight Radio on Twitch? I don't remember. Yeah. We're Street Fight Radio on Twitch. Um, but we also do a live stream of the call-in show every Sunday night on YouTube and Twitch. So if you want to watch us do the show and take calls, you can hear it first. Uh, we also now have a unified chat. So everybody that jumps on the chat, we can talk. I was actually in the middle of some of the calls was chatting with folks on there. So it's really fun time. If you got it, you want to, you know, not give a fuck about work on Monday and and blow it off and stay up late uh, with Street Fight. We will be here. Also, if you'd like to support the show, you want us to keep growing as we plan to do, uh, so that way we can get more people involved and you know get more people uh, excited about overthrowing the government and creating something better and in uh, with more of what our opinions, the working people's opinions are. So if you're down with all of that. Uh, we are selling Kratom and CBD to raise funds. We also have bonus content available. Please uh, just take a minute to head over to Patreon. If you sign up for that digital zine, you're not just going to get a digital zine. You get access to all of the old ones as well. So if, it's, if you've been on the fence, you know we're trying to bring more people into the fold. We got a sound guy that we got to make a career for. We got to get Jason paid. So we need a lot more coming in so we can expand and uh, bring more people into the fold and uh, spread this mess across the U S. So Patreon buying CBD and Kratom. Now's the time to make the leap uh, and, and help us out. We appreciate all the support so far. We can't wait to do this uh, until world peace happens. But until then we'll see you next week. We're street fight. Peace. <laughs>